and welcome to This Week in James City County. I'm your host, Renee Dolman. Today, I am very excited because not only am I joined by two great guests, we are in person in the same room. And we have not done this for months and months and months. So, yay, I'm so excited. So our first guest is Joanna Ripley. Joanna is the Assistant Director of James City County's Office of General Services. Welcome. Thank you, Renee. Good morning. Good morning. Well, I say office, and really it's a department. It's much larger than an office. Right. But yes. <laughs> and we are also joined by Tracy Hoffmeyer. Tracy is the Recycling Coordinator for VIPSA. And let me see if I can get this right, okay? Virginia Peninsula's Public Service Authority. You got it. Yay! You got it. Good well, morning, Renee. Good morning. I'm so glad to have both of you. Isn't this exciting? In yes. person, not over Zoom. I'm so happy. All right. So we are just going to jump right in. We have a great recycling program here in James City County, and a lot of stuff is going on. So, Joanna, I'm going to throw it to you if you want to get us started. Yes. Thank you, Renee. James City County, we offer a really fantastic curbside recycling program. Uh, for all James City County residents, the new rule for the cart is think five for the cart, paper, metal, cardboard, plastic bottles with a neck and glass. I wanted to get that plug in there to make sure we're recycling right and smart. And then um, we also still continue our drop-off uh, recycling program at all three of our convenience centers. All right. And I will definitely, we're going to try these show note things that other podcasts talk about all the time. I'm going to try to put those in our little show notes. That'd be great. How fancy would that be? Yes. Goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And so we are joined again by Tracy. And Tracy, you do not work for James City County. So can you explain a little bit about what VIPSA is? Sure. Um, VIPSA is a regional solid waste authority. So we work with James City County on um, their solid waste and recycling programs, along with 10 other cities and counties in the region. So as a regional authority, we can work on programs collectively, and they say there is strength in numbers. And so that often is the case. We can get some um, nice contracts set up for these communities, and we have a program that we help with run the contract for James City County curbside recycling, um, along with York County, City of Williamsburg, Pocosin. And we also do household chemical collections with the region. So you will see, um, if you go on James City County's website under household chemical collections, you'll see an event calendar. And those events are held throughout the region. We have one coming up in James City County. We have one next month in York County, one in Hampton, even one in Pocosin. But as a regional program, James City County residents can go to all of those collection Mm -hmm. events. Well, and I think that that's always a great thing to remember because, you know, other people I do, I know, have problems with scheduling things. And it's like, okay, I feel like cleaning out my garage today. Mm -hmm. And that may not connect where the closest one is, but I could always just go a little further down the peninsula and go to the next one of those. Absolutely. And one of the one of the things that we wanted to bring to the public's attention today is batteries. Batteries are in some instances recyclable, and there is a a local place that will accept some batteries, our batteries plus on Monticello, but also any type of lithium ion battery. Uh, we really shouldn't be putting those in the trash or the curbside recycling containers. They should be taken to one of our take back events in conjunction with 
VIPSA at uh, the chemical collection events. Okay, help me. What is a lithium battery? What does it look like? So the lithium ion batteries, you find them in like your your cameras that take batteries. Um, they can be in your electronics is, is where you most frequently find these types of batteries. In rare uh, instances, they have been known to catch fire. I think, you know, everyone's kind of heard that horror story. So that's where we're trying to say, okay, don't put them in the carts um, because they, they do pose this hazard. While it is rare, we still want to um, ensure everyone's safety. So bringing them to the chemical collection event really is the best place um, for these items. So they're kind of little short, stubby batteries, Correct. right? Correct. That's the scientific term, I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> yes. Short and stubby. Short yeah. and stubby batteries. <laughs> well, and I'm sitting here thinking then every time I get a box from a certain company that mails lots of boxes to people, sometimes there's a little warning sticker on there is that I would imagine that's for the lithium batteries. That's right. You okay. do they they are required to put that warning sticker on all of the batteries and and it's just important um, you know that our folks are aware that that could be a potential issue. Certainly don't want to to scare anyone, but mm-hmm. there, there's that potential. So just bring them to the chemical collection and we will uh, dispose of them in the proper way or recycle them in the proper way. Okay. Now I know Tracy that there are chemical collections are there still computer household computer collections at the same time yes the computers and computer components Mm -hmm. are accepted at all of our household chemical collection events and those are actually recycled okay Um, we have a contractor that we work with they're based in Tappahannock and so they'll take all of the computer related accessories so we can't take anything outside of what is considered a computer or computer accessory. So we can't take a DVD or um, a television or a clock radio. We can't take any of that. It all has to be computer related. But they do recycle that. The chemicals that we collect are properly disposed of. Okay. A lot of people think that we're recycling chemicals. You can't throw them away. You can't put them in your regular trash. That's why we have the household chemical disposal. We have a collection event with a chemical contractor, they pack up the chemicals, safely transport them to an authorized facility for treatment and authorized disposal. Okay. Um, So we have to be very careful about how we handle chemicals at home, how we purchase them and buy them not in excess, and then be aware of how we're going to need to dispose of them, not just in your curbside trash container. You need to take them to um, one of our events for proper disposal okay we've done this before at my house where we've taken Mm -hmm. items to this disposal and it is so incredibly well run so can you talk about that what the process is for someone someone that's never done that before we've done this oh gosh I think it's about 23 years now that we've been holding these household chemical events and it really is the resident you go through your chemicals at home clean out the garage you find your paints your paint thinners your varnishes pesticides carefully place them in a box try not to mix chemicals with other chemicals you don't want anything to spill and then you bring them to us at the chemical event and they're always 8 a.m to noon at whatever location we have them planned for and it is a drive-through service you do not have to get out of your car We will ask you what city or county you're from so we can keep a tally of of where everybody's coming from. You pull through, we unload your car, you pop your trunk from the inside, 
everything's taken out by our staff and our chemical contractor staff, and you're on your way. Okay, and it's been like that even before COVID? Before COVID. So, so you all were good at we, that. We, we really didn't have to make a lot of adjustments during COVID. We, we had to cancel one event, I believe, early mm-hmm. on, but then we um, figured out how to protect our staff and our chemical contractor staff. And we told everyone to stay in your car. All right. Well, we're ahead of the curve. (laughs) Yes, we were. (laughs) That's good. So help me remember, where are they for James City County? In James City County, they're always held at the Warhill High School. Okay. And that is off of Opportunity? That is off of Opportunity Way, diagonal from the police department. Okay. So up in the Lightfoot area. Lightfoot area. Yes. Where are the other locations? I'm putting you all on the spot. Do you know those? Uh, yes, York County's location is held at 105 Service Drive, and that's in the Seaford Grafton area okay. of, of York County, and it's off of Goodwin Neck Road, okay. which is a, a really easy location to find. And then in Hampton, we are holding our event at the Hampton Coliseum in the parking lot there. Okay. And the one event we have in October in Pocosin is held in the Pocosin Swimming Pool parking okay. lot. Okay. So. Easy to find locations. Absolutely. Very good. All right. So where can people go to get more information on what they can bring to these recycling events? Yes, we have a comprehensive list on our our website, vipsa.org. Okay. And we also have a downloadable collection schedule. So um, if anyone would like to go on there and and print out one for themselves, they can do that. Okay, very good. Now, James City County does have an event this coming Saturday, Saturday, June 12th, at the Warhill High School, which is at 4615 Opportunity Way from 8 till noon. So we have a opportunity. Yes. <laughs> we have a very recent opportunity for folks. <laughs> On opportunity way. See yes. what we did there? That yes. was, it's, it's that kind of high quality content that people yes. come to the podcast come to, the to podcast. get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all Definitely. right. What else? Anything else you all want to talk about? So I, I do want to put a plug in for um, the county's recyclopedia tool. Basically, the Recyclopedia tool allows residents to type in any type of material or item, and it will let you know whether or not the item is recyclable at a local business, recyclable through our curbside program, or at one of our convenience centers, or if it's something that really just belongs in the trash. But the tool has really been expanded. We um, continue to work on it every day. Folks can go there, say they don't find an item, they can suggest it, and then we'll do the research to get that item back out there on the website and let folks know where it can be disposed. Very good. And again, that website is, we'll include it in the show notes. Sure. That website is uh, www.jamescitycountyva.gov forward slash 608. Okay, very good. And we have a new recycling coordinator here for the county. She's out of the office right now. Yes. But we will most definitely have her on the podcast soon to share all the details about our exciting recycling program. Absolutely. Um, her name is Cassie Cordova. She comes to us from Florida, and uh, she's got an extensive background in environmental uh, sustainability. So uh, we're, we're lucky to have her. Great. Looking forward to that. Well, I'm so excited because, once again, it's been a very long time since we've had a normal podcast. And as we always did before, I always would ask a few fun questions at the end. (laughs) Okay. The real hard ones. Uh (laughs) No, these won't be real hard. No, 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 no. I'll I'll try to be kind. Um, 
So I'm going to start with the first one, and there may be two or three, probably one or two. It depends how it goes. So we're going to begin with you, Joanna. I okay. would begin with Tracy, but I'm going to try to be kind because, <laughs> again, she does not work directly for the county, right. and right. we are so appreciative that she came. Right. So Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But you, you're a whole other story. Yeah. So. All right, so I'll give you a little bit more time to think, Tracy. All right, so during the COVID pandemic, We all learned new and different things, or we tried things that we've never tried before. And before the podcast, I was explaining, I've actually started cooking, which is scary, (laughs) Um, but I actually enjoy it. And I would have never guessed that. So that's one small silver lining, I suppose. Um, What can you tell me? What have you started doing over the past year that you didn't do before? Um, probably, you know, forcing my kids, uh, to walk with me. I'm an avid walker, so I really enjoy that. And I figured, you know, the kids are home, they're not at school and they'd have breaks in between classes. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, guys, we, we need to get out and do some walking together. And, uh, you know, at first there was some grumbling, but, (laughs) you know, I think it became, uh, you know, a family bonding moment. So I really, I really enjoyed it. It's one of the things I'll actually miss (laughs) from COVID now that the kids are back in school and everybody's back to work and stuff. So, yeah. Well, very nice. Yeah. How about you, Tracy? Um, I would say kind of similar to Joanna, it's an outdoor activity, uh, gardening. Oh, nice. And it is is a result of my daughter between uh, Zoom classes and and being at home, she was looking for an activity. And I said, well, let's plant a garden. And she is the green thumb. Okay. And I am just (laughs) learning from her. And she has doubled the size of the garden this year. Wow. Based on her success last year. So I am very impressed. I don't know, I mean, because you both have had children at home during this. I don't know how you've done it. I am very, <laughs> our children are old and gone, and it's just been amazing what everyone has survived through, and good job to you all. Because, <laughs> yeah, no, it would not have been pretty at the Dolman House. I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know what we would have done, but um, yeah, so, but I'm very, very impressed. So what, and I'll start with you, Tracy, because we Uh, talked about this. And so this may be something that would be, you know, that won't be putting you on the spot. (laughs) Um, What is something that you have not been able to do or have been comfortable doing in the past year that you are really looking forward to going back to? Oh, golly, the movie theater. Ah, I I have been missing that. And and I just, the smell of the popcorn when you walk in, the, the big, dark, theater when you walk in to find your seat I, I have missed that so much yes so I'm looking forward to seeing a movie in a movie theater very exciting <laughs> yes. how about you Joanna uh similar similar theme going out and eating um my husband and I don't get to do it very often because we do have small children but <laughs> <laughs> being able to just go into a restaurant and feel comfortable you know in the space and and enjoy a good meal for sure mm-hmm. all right very good now I'm gonna Here's a question, because you both haven't been on the podcast before, right? This is your first one. First one. Okay, so this is a classic question that has been asked over the years. Pizza, pineapple on pizza. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? And for Joanna, we'll begin with you. You're already shaking your head no. (laughs) So, so, okay, so I do have some experience with this. My husband loves ham and pineapple pizza. Okay. I refuse to eat it, so I pick (laughs) off the ham and the pineapple from the pizza. So it is a definite no for me. Definite no for you. 
Gotcha. How about you, Tracy? I I like. I think it's okay as long as the ratio of marinara sauce oh. on the pizza is is a balancing. The salt balances the sweet. If you've okay. got too much pineapple and it's overly sweet, then it's a no-go. But you have to have enough salty components to balance out the sweet pineapple. <laughs> that is a very well thought out response. <laughs> that is a very well thought out response. <laughs> See, now I'm like, nope. Awesome. <laughs> but now we're talking ratios of salty and sweet, yes. which makes sense. That's, Absolutely. That's me watching too much Food Network. Yes. So. There you go. <laughs> Something else that we did a lot of in the past year. So, all right. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming in. And we're all vaccinated, and it's a great thing. And we were able to sit in this little office and do our first live. Well, not live. This isn't live, but, you know, in-person podcast for a long time. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. And so there is a lot of great information on the websites. We're going to include that in these new exciting show notes that we're going to have. And um, there is a household chemical collection event this saturday june 12th from eight until noon and they're nodding so i'm right so far on that that's good at warhill high school on opportunity way correct yay very good all right so again thank you both so much thanks thank you well that wraps up this episode of this week in james city county thank you so much for tuning in as always please take a moment to go online and subscribe that way you will be sure to never miss an episode also while you're there We have a form where you can give us your feedback, comments, show ideas. We would love to hear from you. So once again, thank you so much, and we will talk with you soon.